with his praise. We love you, Jesus. Lord of all the earth, we shout your name, shout your name, filling up these skies with our endless praise, endless praise. Trust you, Lord. 
trust you, don't trust how I feel any given day. Jesus, we trust you. this morning. Is anybody having a difficult time breaking into worship? Just be honest. Somebody should be honest. You're having a difficult time. Some are, some aren't. But I want to break through, okay? We want to see his face. And uh, it looks like most of you are enjoying worship, breaking in. So there's a few that are not. So for the few, we're going to break something off. And uh, that, I don't know all the stuff's going on in our nation right now. There's great offense. There are great battles. You know, there's passion for one candidate or the other. Understand, we are passionate for one person, the person of the Lord Jesus. But he's not just a person. He's the son of the living God. He is God. And so we, we are setting our course this morning. Lord, all that political stuff, you know, we, we got to deal with it. But in this house, we are passionate for Jesus. We cast off any offense. We cast off confusion that comes from this season that we're in and as a nation. That storm will not rule around in this room. We're going to have an open atmosphere, an open heaven, and we're going to encounter the presence of God. This is a day unlike any other. We didn't come to church. We came to meet with you, Lord. We came because we're desperate. We're needy. We're your people. We're your sons and daughters. God, we ask you now. Remove all of the hindrances. Holy Spirit of God, rise up. God, shatter the enemy. Lord, people are battling things, concerns and worries, how they're going to make it. God, we ask you to break off heaviness, break off worry, concern, doubt, fear, unbelief, tiredness, fatigue. Anybody felt fatigue lately? Let's get rid of that stuff. You know, there's strength in here. We break off fatigue in Jesus' name. We're not growing old. We're growing younger in the spirit. We got more energy. Our youth is being renewed like the eagles. And we thank you, God. Lord, we want your anointing, the anointing to break out in this place. Lord, everyone be free. Everyone grab hold of the presence of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. Let's keep worshiping. Let's do that bridge. There is no one like our God. And there is no one like our God. We will praise you, praise you. There's no one like our God. We will sing, we will sing. There is no one like our God. We will praise you, praise you. There's no one like our God. We will sing, we will sing. There is no one like our God. We
praises. Make yourself known in this place. Make yourself known through this internet right now, God. We pray that your presence would be so strong on the web stream right now, Father. is built. Sí. 
with trumpet sound Oh may I then in him be found Dressed in his righteousness alone Faultless we stand before the throne Sing when he shall come When he shall come with trumpet sound Oh may I live in him be found Dressed in his righteousness
by His love. Oh, His love makes us strong. So, Lord, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, come on, put them hands together for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Oh, man, I'm so excited. How many excited this morning? I'm excited. How many come expecting this morning? I come expecting. Expectancy always breeds signs, wonders, and miracles. But I feel like singing a little song. So will y'all help me sing this song? Hallelujah. Come on, please. Thank you. Thank you. How many know... There's power in the blood of Jesus. How many of you know there's power in the blood? Everybody stand to your feet. Just help me sing this song. Congregational song, pretty easy song, very familiar song. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the land. There is power. Come on. There you go. Oh, in the precious blood of the lamb think about what you're singing there is power power a wonder working power in the blood of the lamb oh there is yeah wonder working power in the precious blood of the lamb oh there is power Power, a wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is healing, there is healing, healing, oh, wonder working healing in the blood of the Lamb. There is healing, oh, in the precious blood of the Lamb. Now, come on and go with me. Power, power, Holy Ghost power, power, Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost power, power, power. to live power to go through Holy Ghost power power there is power come on power wonder working power in the blood oh yeah there is wonder working come on Oh, power, come on, power, 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 power. power. 
Let us go before the Lord as we go before God. Let us all stand. Father, it's all about you, not about us. Let all flesh get back and let the spirit of God arise in this place, in our hearts and in our minds. Oh, God, don't let us leave this place the same way we came in. Let there be a change of heart, a change of attitude, a change of mind. Let there be a readiness this morning to receive your engrafted word that comes to change us from the inside out. God, do the new thing in our lives this morning. Show forth your glory. Show forth your power like only a king can do. Heal the brokenhearted. Save the sin-sick soul as near as to hell through signs, wonders, and miracles. And Father, we'll be so careful to give you all the glory and all the honor for your name is great and is greatly to be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Well, hello, gathering family. Hallelujah. So glad to be back again. Amen. In the house of God, I'd like to honor the man and woman of God, Pastor David White and his wife. Give them a good God bless you. Ever since I've known him, he always had a humble spirit and a quiet spirit, a soft-spoken pastor. And he always reached out to me. You know, nobody don't know. Now, this is people for you. No one wants to know how much you know until they see how much you care. For by this shall all men know that you are my disciples when you have love one for another. I thank God for Pastor David. I thank God for the gathering church. It's good to be back here. I thank God for my lovely wife. Come on, stand, Sister Susie, my children, Joshua and Shaylin. Stand to your feet. Give them a good God bless you. Now, Joshua, my son, he was the one, some of you that were here when I was here before, he was the one that when I got through preaching, I walked from behind the podium. He said, Daddy, there was an angel behind you, Daddy. I said, it was, Josh? He said, yes, Daddy. I said, did you see what he looked like? He said, no. He had his head bowed and his wings covered your neck all the way around. I said, what? He said, but there was another angel above you, Daddy. I said, it was. I said, did you see what he looked like? He said, yes. He had blue eyes and blonde curly hair, and he had a trumpet in his hand. I say, did he blow the trumpet, Josh? He said, no, Daddy. He was about to. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. Your Lord is soon to come. Oh, we should be excited about that. Our Lord is soon to come. And according to Scripture, he said, I'm going to wipe away all tears from your eyes there will be no more pain no more sorrow no more death but howdy howdy and never goodbye when was the last time you walked on streets of gold when the last time you opened a gate solid gold pearl that's what the lord have in store for all them that endure to the end for the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to him that endured to the end. Listen to me, it's not how you start off with God, but how you end up with God. Amen? Let's go to the scripture right now. The book of James. Brother James, hallelujah. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. I'm a word preacher. I stay with the word. I love the word. I eat the word. I sleep the word. 
I got to have the word. Somebody shout, give me the word, preacher. Don't hold back. Look, some of y'all can't even say it like, what? <laughs> Look at James 4 and 1. From whence come wars and fighting among you? They are not hence. Even your, of the lust that war in your members. Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight the war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lust. Ye adulterers and adulterers, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore, therefore will be a friend of the world. Oh my goodness, look at this. What it say? Is an enemy of God. That's why the Bible tells us, come out from among them. Be ye separated, saith the Lord. Touch not, handle not the unclean thing. And I will receive you unto myself. And I will be a father unto you. And you will be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord. Come out from among them. We have been called out. We are the call out ones. Now we go out, I love this about going out and evangelizing and witnessing to the lost. We go out to be a witness. We go out to tell about the testimonies, what mighty things God has done in each and every one of our lives. But we don't remain in the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Number five. Do not think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusts to envy, but he giveth more grace. Somebody shout more grace. I don't know about y'all, but I need more grace. Wherefore, he said, God resists the proud, but giveth grace to who? The humble. Seven, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But number one, we must submit to God. We must submit our will. We must submit our thoughts. We must submit our desires unto God. Then we can resist the devil. I'm going to talk about this morning. Humble is the way. Humble is the way. Can you say it with me? Humble is the way. He that exalted himself shall be made a base. He that humbled himself shall be exhorted. Eight. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy into heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Conditional, when we humble ourselves. I was talking with a precious soul the other day. We was talking about revival, revival. How many want revival? Let me see a show of hands. My feet's going up too. I want revival, but we all going to have to do this. Humble ourselves, not just our body, but our will, our thoughts, our desires. Unto who? Unto the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Humble is the way. Come on, shout it with me. Humble Say it like you mean it. Humble is the way. God resists the proud man. Woo. God resists the proud woman. Not because he just wants to or he got something against you, but because he cannot go against his word. He said, humble yourself under the mighty hands of God and he will exalt you in due time. God got a set time to bring you forward. 
God got to set time for your ministry to go forward. Until then, humble yourself. Until then, serve one another with love. Humble yourself under the mighty hands of God. One brother said, Pastor David, I told God to humble me. I said, whoa, 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 wait, 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 brother. You don't want to tell God to humble you. Now that's the, oh, no, no, you don't want to pray that prayer right there. You don't want to go there with God. That's why he tells us, humble yourself. Humble yourself. You know what our biggest problem is? We always want to be right. Oh, I'm right about it. Yes, yes, I'm right, I'm right. You know what our problem is? We always want to have the last say. Even while somebody talking, you're not even listening. You say, come on, in your mind, get finished what you're going to say. I'm going to tell you something. You know how we are. Flesh is a mess. Flesh always want to be first. Flesh always want to be seen. Flesh always want to be number one. But the way up is down. He that humbled himself shall be exalted. Hallelujah. Early in biblical history, God set a precedence for the spirit of pride. And it didn't start in the Garden of Eden. It started in heaven. Get to that. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel, 28th chapter. Give you a few scriptures. <clears throat> the Bible says, line upon line, precept upon precept. Here little, there little. 28. Thank you, Jesus. Ezekiel 28. Hallelujah. I love the word. I got to have the word. I don't know about y'all. I got to have it every single day. I need it. Let's, let's take a look here. Okay, let's start at that 12th verse. Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, begin at the 12th verse. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been the Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. This is talking about Lucifer in heaven. He was the most beautiful angel in heaven. Thy covering in satis and topaz and diamonds and burr, all kind of precious stones. He was made up of all kind of precious stone and oxy and berry and, and the jasper and sapphire and embryo and the carbuncle and gold and the workmanship of thy tapestry. And thy pipes was prepared and the pipes oozed out of him. He made beautiful sounds in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed serum that covereth it and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stone of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitudes of thy merchandise, thou hast filled the midst with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as a profane out of the mountain of God. I will destroy the old covering seraphim from the midst of the stones of fire. Thy heart was lifted up because of what? Thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. He was the most beautiful angel there was. But God is setting the precedence 
even in heaven that Lucifer said within himself I will exalt my throne above the stars of God he didn't open his mouth he said it within his heart I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will be like the most high. And the Bible say God heard what he said in his heart and cast him out. One thing about pride. Hear me. God deals with it swiftly and precisely. He does not tolerate pride in his presence. The thing about being prideful and walking in pride that it blinds you to the fact that you are prideful. I had a woman, Pastor, that ordered my book. Matter of fact, uh, I was telling Pastor, normally my books will always be on time for some reason. They won't be here till tomorrow, but we'll get them here. You that want them, you need to get this book. God told me when I taught for six months on humility. I did a series on humility for six months. People came from all over the city. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers came to hear this teaching on humility. Not everybody can teach on humility. But I can teach on it because I walked in pride and God brought me low. A lawyer from San Antonio got a book and she said, Pastor David, oh my God, I got your book. And as I begin to read it, the words begin to leap off the pages and I begin to see myself. Oh my God, I'm walking in pride. See, pride blinds you. You think you're all right, but you're not all right. And she went back to her staff and she asked him a question. Do you think, you guys think I walk in pride? They say, do we? That's how bad it was. Pride is a killer. How many heard of A.A. Allen, the great evangelist, A.A. Allen? He was on the train going to London, and he asked God, Lord, what do you want me to speak to these Londoners? He said, you tell them Londoners that God is a killer. Pride will kill you graveyard dead. He that exalted himself shall be made a base. And Lucifer, Satan, was cast out of heaven. And he took a third part of heaven with him. Pride is a terrible thing. Pride would eat at you every single day. It must be my way. It's got to be my way. I got to have it my way. I just want to ask you a question. Who in the world told you this was Burger King? <laughs> Burger King said, you can have it your way. Over here, we let the Lord have his way. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of you know my story. I'm a former Marine trained to fight hand-to-hand -hand combat. I got medals of honor. Even before I went in the Marines, I was a tough guy even in the gangs. I, I could handle myself real good. I could put a whooping on three men before you know it. And so when I got out of the Marines and I got this job working uh, uh, for this steel company doing red iron beam work, and I'm doing the work and everything, he put me with a guy named Gar. And I got with this guy, and the guy started talking to me like I was a dog. Anybody ever been talked to like a dog? Look, look at the hands going up. Oh, yeah, that's not a good feeling. And then, hey, man, get on here and help me. Get on something, something, something. And I said to myself, Lord, he don't know who he's talking to. Oh, my God, I'll put something on him. That soap and water won't take off. 
And so I tried to pray, Pastor. I did. I tried, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. I, now I just got out of the Marines. I'm saved. Now I got the Holy Ghost. I want to be what I say I am. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to be real, but God help me. And he just started cursing me. The more I prayed, the worse he got. Have you ever been in a hot situation of fiery trial? The more you prayed, the worse it get. And so I, I went up to him. I said, God, I said, I said, let me tell you something. I said, I was always taught to respect another man. Man, I don't want to hear what you say. Get your butt to work. Come on. Can I tell him myself? Can I show you my wounds? I said, God, I ain't praying no more. I said, I'm going to take care of this. Oh, yeah, I'm going to handle this. And the boss came up and separated us. He came up and separated us, right? And I was down on the first floor sorting out all kind of nuts and bolts. And then I started, my break came, my lunch break came, and I got my little New Testament Bible. I always kept my little New Testament Bible. And I prayed this prayer. This, I'm telling you all the honest to God truth. This is in my book. I say, God, I said, I'm trying to be a Christian. I say, but I'm telling you right now, if you don't do something, when that man put us, when the boss put us back together, I'm going to take this steel wrench. And I'm, when he says something to me, I'm going to be like, pie, pie. That's all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. I'm going to lay this thing right in his mouth. I told God, I said, Lord, you know me. You know I'm going to do it. You know I'm going to do it. You better help me. You better help me. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm telling the truth on myself. Don't you want to hear a real deal, preacher? We ain't perfect. We ain't made it to heaven yet. If we, if we were perfect, we would be there. We all striving for the mastery, striving for perfection. And so I said, Lord, just help me. And I got my Bible, New Testament out, and I said, Lord, give me what you have me to know and read. And I heard these words, Hebrews, the 12th chapter and the 14th verse. I opened it up and just listen what it said. Follow peace with all men, holiness without no man shall see the Lord. I said, oh, my God. I begin to weep. Now, let me tell you why. The scripture really touched me, but this is why I begin to weep. As a little boy, my Holy Ghost grandma, spirit-filled woman of God, taught me. That was my first Bible scripture. My Holy Ghost grandma taught me. June, I'm a June. She said, June, what do Hebrews 12, 14 say? I say, follow peace with all men. Holding this without, no man shall see the Lord. That's the only one I knew, but I knew it. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. When I went to the word, see, when you pray, hear me. When you pray, you talk to God. But when you open up your Bible, God begins to talk to you through his holy word. Why? He is the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So when you pray, you talk to God. But when you read God's word, he begins to talk to you. And I begin to weep and I said, oh, Lord. And then I start humbling myself. Somebody shout, humble yourself. And I said, Lord, I said, please help me, Lord. I said, I don't want to hurt that man. I don't want to hurt people no more. I said, please help me, God. I said, please help me. Please help me. So the boss didn't put us back together. And I'm down there sorting out boats. I'm down there just sorting out the boats, right? And here he come. I'm just sorting on boats. And he come. And then the power of God. I said, the power of God picked me up. And I uttered these words to him. He came right to me. And this is how he was. 
Man, what you doing down here, man? Get up here and help me. And I stood up. I said, God, the Bible says it's better for a millstone to be tied about your neck and cast into the depths of the sea than to mess with one of God's little ones. I said, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, you don't say enough. When he walked away, don't ask me how I know this, but I knew this. I said, don't kill him, Lord. Have mercy on his soul. In my spirit, I knew God was going to take him out. Don't ask me how. I just knew it. And I began to plead for his life. The next day he come to work, the whole side of his face is swollen up. His eye is closed in. It's like somebody took one of them heavy wrenches and just pat, 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 pat. And when he came to work he came right to me he said oh man look at my face man I said ah oh, what happened he said I don't know I just woke up this morning and it was like that and it constantly hurts and he walked away and I didn't say mm -hmm, that's what you get messing with a Christian no 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 come on now let's keep it real keep it real don't rejoice over your enemy when they fall at least the Lord turn on you Pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely. Pray for them. It works twofold. You send out a blessing on them, but it conditions your heart to love them. So when you see them out in the street, you'll say, how you doing? Instead of saying, look, I can't stand them. I'm going to make like I don't see them. See, you can act out a lie just as well as you tell one. You know you've seen them. Turn around and say, hello, hello. The rest of that day, that guy was like, hey, man, can you come help me over here, please? Can you help me with this, please? Can you, you know why? God got his attention. I didn't have to get his attention. <clears throat> All God requires of us is to pray for them that despitefully use us. But you've got to humble yourself. And the Lord spoke to me. Now, listen to what he said to me. He said, the reason why my people do not see my mighty hand manifest in their life it's because when I want to talk, they always are talking. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. The reason why my mighty hand does not intervene in their life is because when I want to talk, they are always talking. The Lord said, how can I talk when you always want to talk? How can I use you and intervene for you mightily when you won't allow me to? And the Holy Ghost is a gentleman. The Holy Ghost say, hold your peace. Pray for them. Don't say nothing. No, I got to say it. It's on the tip of my tongue. If I don't say it, I'm going to lose my mind. No, no, no. Don't say it. Ask yourself, would Jesus say this? Is this going to cause turmoil? Is this going to cause division? This is, all, this is one of the signs. You know the devil is in there wagging his tail. He always comes to divide and then conquer. Always trouble, always being offended, always causing offenses between your brother and your sister or your family. It's of the devil. The Bible says, how do the devil creep in? He creeps in unaware. He creeps in to turn the daughter against the mother, the father against the son, the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law. He comes to divide and conquer. How? With the spirit of pride. Somebody shout, humble yourself. Oh, don't be afraid. Humble yourself. You, when you humble yourself, God getting ready to promote you. When you humble yourself, God getting ready to exalt you. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. His word is true and let every man be a liar. But let the word of God stand true. Hallelujah. Now, you don't have to turn to this, but Proverbs 21. Well, let's go there. I want you to see it. 
I want you to see it for yourself. It's just a blessing just to look at the word of God. Proverbs 21. Hallelujah. <laughs> God say, how can I talk when you always want to talk? Hallelujah. Look at 23. Proverbs 21, 23. Whosoever keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. The Bible say, be slow to speak and quick to hear. Pray about it before you speak. You don't know what kind of damage you're going to cause when you speak it out. Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. My question is, what kind of fruit are you eating? Look at 21 and 1. The king heart is in his hand of the Lord as the rivers of of water he turneth it whithersoever he will every way of man is right in his own eyes but the lord pondereth the hearts to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the lord than sacrifice now this is what god look how god thinks about pride and even a high look for a high look and a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked is sin. God even judges how you look. God even judges how you carry yourself, how you even walk. There was a young man in church, young man, young brother in church. He was so full of pride, y'all. It was all in his countenance. It was all in his walk. And this is how he looked. No exaggeration. He would come to church and I'd say, how you doing, brother? He'd look at me like. Terrible, ain't it? In the house of God walking like that. In the house of God looking like that. With the spirit of pride. In a Bible class, the pastor was ministering the word. And the pastor looked at the young man and asked him a question. And the young man did the pastor exactly like this. Oh, I was on the drums. I was young, just a baby, baby sounding on. I said, look at this guy in the church. And he said, brother, you hear me talking to you? The pastor went like this. All of y'all, this day are my witness. Young man, you're too high. Come down. At least the Lord of hosts bring you down. I just warned you. The next week, he got in a car accident. The next week. The car caught on fire. He was trying to get his seatbelt loose, and he couldn't get it loose. And the flames started burning his feet and his legs and his hands. And he began to scream, ah, ah, somebody help me. And they was trying to get to him, but he was burning up. Ah, and it burned his ears off. Weeks later, here he come to the church, bandage up. And this is how he was walking. And he was like, how you doing? Hello. How you doing? Hello. He that exalted himself shall be made a base. And the pastor was getting ready to teach. He said, pastor, can I say something, please, sir? 
He said, yeah, brother, you can say something. He said, I almost died. I almost burned alive because I was prideful. Pastor, please forgive me, sir. Will you forgive me? He said, brother, I'll forgive you. He said, I was prideful. And look what happened to me. I almost burned up in my car. Fools despise instruction, but a wise man, a wise woman will hear. You can't take the word of God like a smorgasbord that you pick and choose what you want to receive and what you do not want to receive. For the Bible say all the word of God is good. And the Bible says it like this. Eat the whole roll of God from Genesis to Revelation. Why? It comes to save your soul. Hallelujah. Proverbs 15. Get ready. Come on in. Come on in. Proverbs 15, line upon line, precept upon precept, here little, there little. I'm talking about humble is the way. Not a popular message, but a necessary message. Look at 1531. The ear that heareth reproof of life abideth among the wise. He that refuses instruction despises his own soul. But he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. The fear of the Lord is instruction of wisdom. And before honor is what? Humility. I rest my case. I rest my case. So many times I had to be brought low. So many times God had to bring me low because of my stubbornness. Because of my wicked pride. I mean, when I first got saved and I started cleaning the church and vacuuming the church and cutting all the grass and go to the parts and say, cut all that grass. And, and I was just working around the church and, and I asked the pastor, can I have a key so I can just be able to go clean the church? I want to serve in the house of God. He said, that's wonderful, son. He that would be greatest among you, let him be servant of all. The one that's serving, that's the great one among us. And so I'm serving and everything, and I'm going and I'm cleaning the church and everything. And all of a sudden, all the men in the church, nobody gave me a hand. Nobody helped me. A church full like this. I'm doing everything. And then, can I tell you the truth? I got an attitude with God and man. I sure did. I got an attitude with God and man, and I started doing it with uh, 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 not joy. I was like, I can't believe I'm cutting the grass. And all these men in this church won't help me. I'm just. Uh, uh, then here come the deacons in the car one day, right? Hey, Brother Jones, God bless you. I said, hmm. And kept on pushing the lawn more. And I said, these big old crusty men around this church, I'm not the only brother around this church. See, God do not like a murmurer, a complainer. When the children of Israel begin to murmur against Moses, the man of God. God says, step aside, Moses. I will consume them in a the moment. That's how God feels about murmurers and complainers. It shows lack of confidence in God. And as I'm out there cutting in that hot sun, here come the pastor rides up. He rides up, and I put my church look up. <laughs> hey, pastor, ain't we something? He said, Brother Jones? I said, yes, sir. He said, God going to pay you for what you do, son, not what you say. I say, he said, God going to pay you for what you do, son, not what you say. 
He said, God bless you, son. And he drove off. And I'm riding. I'm, riding, I'm pushing the lawnmower. I'm saying, hmm, God going to pay me for what I do, not what I say. I said, it's like a light bulb went off. I said, I'm not working around the church for the deacons. I'm not doing it for the pastor. I'm doing it as unto you, Lord. And you going to pay me. I said, yes, I'm doing it as unto the Lord, not man. And from that day forward, I never had a problem with nobody help me. If you didn't want to help me, I'm doing this as unto the Lord. And according to scripture, the Bible said God going to pay every man and every woman according to their work. All right, you can clap your hands. Come on. Then I just started serving. Six weeks later, God still let me do it by myself for a while. Six weeks later, the head deacon came to me. Young brother, uh, we got other men. Brother, we're going to start doing this, helping you out. There, You ain't got to do it for, for a while. I said, what? Hold him up. Only when I got my mind right. Only when I got my attitude right. A lot of you going around that same mountain because you refuse to humble yourself before the mighty God of Israel. You can be doing a good thing, but doing it with the wrong spirit. Woo! God don't honor that. You can see people praising the Lord and their spirit not right towards God. He can't receive it. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Be quick to repent. Be quick to admit when you're wrong. Then you come before God's presence and lift up holy hands in the sanctuary. Get things straight with your wife. Get things straight with your husband. Get things straight with your children. Then come and worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he will receive it as a sweet-smelling spice. My wife is Vietnamese and French. Good looking woman too. But I was brought up from my grandma's Mississippi. Mother Mississippi. I brought up on cornbread and butter beans and sweet potatoes. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But my wife liked octopus. I was like, what? She said, Can we, I want to go get octopus. I said, octopus. I said, what? And squid. I was like, what? I tried to eat it, y'all. It tastes like rubber bands. <laughs> My baby Shailene, just like her mother, she took the, she said, Dad, look at the octopus, took his head and said, Kum. I'm like, Ugh. So every time she wanted to do that, I said, no, I'm going to get what I want. Prideful, self-centered. And the Lord told me, humble yourself. That's your wife. She's part of you. She want to go eat some squid and some octopus? Take her. Hold on. Ah. Okay, I said, okay, we can go get you some octopus. We can go. And then the next week, she wanted it again. and wanted it again. I said, oh, Lord, and kept going. But I had to humble myself. When you married, you become one flesh. You got to think about what your wife wants, what she wants, man. The Bible say, honor the wife as the weaker vessel. Then pretty soon, she said, well, honey, we can go get some fried chicken and, and some uh, um, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy if you want. I said, oh, praise the Lord. But I had to humble myself. <laughs> What's the definition Ooh, of being uh, humble, not proud, or arrogant? 
courteously respectful to make meek to bring under subjection every man and woman that's proclaiming to be a born-again believer you should be broken before God you should be broken in your spirit before God brokenness in the spirit means the total dependency on God have you ever came before God and you got before Lord and you begin to cry out to God then pretty soon you move into another dimension of your prayer life where you get past the creature and you speak and I ain't necessarily saying always in tongues but you praying and you praying past the flesh and there's a whole nother level of prayer where God got your mouth and you praying unto him and calling upon him. It's so supernatural, so glorious in power. Now you pass the flesh. You don't got past the creature. Now you total spirit. Now you touching heaven like never before. That's a whole nother dimension. But there must be a brokenness in your heart, a brokenness in your mind, a brokenness in your spirit. Humble, not proud or arrogant pride one that is lifted up in oneself conceited woo excessively high exalted high or or inordinate opinion of one's deity importance merit superiority whether cherished in the mind or displayed in conduct a prideful man would never submit to authority a prideful man would never submit to leadership. A prideful woman would never submit to authority because they are prideful, self-centered, my way or the highway. But God is looking for that humble man. He's looking for that humble woman to submit your will, to submit your desire, to submit your mind to God. When you come against the pastor, when you come against his wife, you're coming against God himself. Because he have appointed them and anointed them. There was a smearing of anointing. Touch not my anointed. Meaning, touch not the smearing of God's anointing that's been smeared on them. Samuel, when the people rejected Samuel as a prophet, the thing hurt Samuel to his heart. And he went before the Lord and it bothered him. And the Lord said, Samuel, the people have not rejected you. They have rejected me because I have appointed you. So when you come against a man, when you come against a woman, you're coming against God himself. Some of you remember my testimony when my pastor provoked me to anger. He provoked me to anger. And I said something I had no business. And then when I said what I thought I'm big enough and bad enough to say to the man of God, he looked at me, he said, if you had any wisdom, you know you don't say it too much. I said, oh, oh, forgive me, sir. Forgive me. He said, brother, I forgive you, but God heard you. The next day, somebody shout the next day. I'm paralyzed from neck down. How you like to wake up thinking you're going to get up to go to work and you can't move nothing, a finger, a limb, nothing. But all you can hear in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit is, touch not my anointed, touch not my anointed, touch not my anointed, touch not my anointed. Watch this, even when they're wrong. The Bible says, fathers provoke not your sons to anger, but yet and still, God has a prophet for that pastor. 
He has a prophet to go to him like Nathan went to David when he had Uriah put on the front line of the battle and took his wife. None of his men said, David, that was wrong. They were, no, 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 no. God sent Nathan the prophet and said there was this man who had a little lamb. And this king said, he took the man's little lamb. He said, and he killed it. He said, what should be done to that, that man, David? He said, he should pay back such and such. And he said, he should be this and that. He said, you are that man. God got a prophet to deal with the man of God. God got a prophet to deal with the woman of God. The sheep cannot rebuke the shepherd. The sheep cannot correct the shepherd. The sheep cannot rebuke the shepherd. The sheep cannot correct the shepherd. You're out of order. You're out of place. You're out of the will of God. And there's a penalty to pay. I'm weeping and crying. Please have mercy on my soul. Please, God, I don't want to be an invalid all my life. Please, and God had mercy and healed me miraculously. And he said, I healed you. But I want you to warn the inhabitants of the land. I want you to warn the body of Christ. Touch not my anointed. No matter how educated you are. No matter how many degrees you have. No matter how much money you carry. Ah, he said, touch not my anointed and do them no harm. Thank you, brother. I had to be broken down. And I went to the pastor. When I got, when I got my activity of my own wife, I said, sir, I said, you remember when I said what I said? I said, will you forgive me? He said, oh, brother, I don't forgot all about it. I said, I ain't. <laughs> See, I might can't get y'all attention. But God can get your attention and keep your attention. This thing is serious. He said, you preach it to the body of Christ because my people are going before their time. Hold it, hold it, wait a minute. Preach, how can you die before your time? According to Ecclesiastes, it says, be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before your time? You can die before your time by being over much wicked. Uh, he put his pants on just like me, man. What you talking about, man? No, 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 no. But he's God's appointed and he God's anointed. Saturate us in this place. Undo the heavy burdens. Take the scales of the eyes of the people, my Lord, that they may see that your word is true. And let every man be a liar. But let your word stand true this morning. Prick the heart of men. Prick the heart of women. Prick the heart of children. Children, obey your parents and the Lord. For this is right. Humble yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself under the mighty hands of God and he will exalt you in due season. Children, children, humble yourself, honor your mother and father that your days will be long upon the earth. Preacher, what if I don't want to honor my mama? What if I don't want to honor my daddy? You shortening your days. This thing is true. When a child rebuke his mother, when a child rebuke their daddy, you dishonor God and God must judge you now. Young people dying in the church, nobody know why. God spoke to me. He said, follow them home and watch how they put their finger in their mother's face and blessed her out. How they talked back to the daddy and God had to deal with them. He had to judge them. The scripture cannot be broken. 
He said, my word have gone out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that in which I please. God said it. It shall come to pass. Nobody going to be able to grease you up with oil and pray over you. My grandma, my own Holy Ghost grandma had a praying mother. And the youngest brother, this is in 18, the late 1890s. And back then, you know, they worked in the field with mules and carrying on. And they got up and he, she fixed him. Well, she warmed up some biscuits from yesterday. And he got mad at his mother and blessed her out. He blessed his mama out because she didn't cook him no fresh biscuits. Little spoiled little thing. And he blessed his mother out. And guess what his mother said? That's all right, young man. You're going to talk to me like that. And I birthed you and brought you into this world. I give you up in the hands of the Lord. He went out to go, hip, hip. He went out to go hook that mule up. And the man that owned the mule said, this mule has never kicked nobody all the, all the years I had him. He was hooking that mule up and the mule said, pam, kicked him and kicked him across the barn. They brought him home, laid him in front of the fireplace. The doctor came. Doc said, he'll be dead in a few hours. He's bleeding all eternally. He rebuked his mother. He dishonored his mother. The Bible says this, because the judgment of God does not come speedily upon the children of men. They eagerly keep doing wickedly. They eagerly keep telling mama off. They eagerly disrespect daddy. He said, you preaching in the churches, wherever you go and warn them from me, that humble is truly the way. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. <laughs> to submit means to give into. Is it hard for you to give into your brothers or your sisters? Is it hard to submit to your wife or your husband? Is it hard to submit to your boss at the job? Is it hard to submit to your pastor? Is it hard? Submit means to give in to or surrender to authority. Yield means to bear, to give up possession of something, to give away, to submit unresisting. Now I got to be obedient to God. Now I got to deal with money. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. When God cannot get your money, he does not have your heart. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. God proves our heart through our money. A prideful man never gives. A prideful man never sows. Why? Because he thinks his money is his. He thought because he made all his money is his. But who gave you the strength to make the money? Who gave you the ability to go to school to get the degree? God. Who gave you that bed you sleeping in? God. That nice car you riding around digging a scene with a Holy Ghost lean. God. 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 The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. And the cattle on the thousand hill belong to God. God said the silver is mine. The gold is mine. It's not yours. When I say so, so. When I say give, give. I'm not trying to take nothing from you. I'm trying to get something to you. Oh, amen. Amen. 
My first church we started, within six months, we packed the place out. We just didn't pack in there like sardines. I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do with all these people? So I started searching by faith, and I, and I seen this uh, Ford dealership. And I said, oh, yeah. Lord said, that's it. And I see it, and you need to do some work on it, everything. And so I estimated it would be $80,000. And so I said, oh, Lord. So by faith, we were just building and uh, uh, applying the studs and sheetrocks and mud and all that. Then the brothers came to me and said, Pastor, we out of sheetrock. We need more studs. I say, the Lord, no, and I walked away. I ain't going to let him put that burden on me. I'm living by faith. I'm believing God for myself. And the Lord say, you're going to give your way to that 80,000. I'm telling you from my, this is my testimony. I ain't going by what somebody else said. This is my testimony. And I said, give. He said, wherever I tell you to sow, sow. Whoever I tell you to give to, give. Be obedient to my voice. I said, yes, my Lord. I just start sowing here, sowing there, sowing here. And then one day I came to church and the secretary said, Pastor David, I'm here. She said, this man came in. And he left you eight $100 bills. I said, whoa, what? I'm living by faith. Here come cash money, honey. I said, yeah, I put it in my pocket. By this time, I'm looking out my window in the office, and I see this pastor I know, Spanish pastor, getting dropped off. He comes in. He said, oh, Pastor David. I said, hey, God bless you, Pastor. Come on in. I said, what's going on? He said, oh, Pastor David, my church van went out. I said, what? The transmission, Pastor David. It's gone. And I was real hesitant, y'all. I said, uh, oh, how, 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 so how much is it going to cost to get a fit? $800. I said, ah! <laughs> I just got this money. And the Lord said, what did I tell you? So give. I was like, he said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't pick the people up for church, Pastor David. I don't know. I said, Pastor, I got the money. Here it is right here. I gave him everything. Gave him everything. When are you going to give your everything? See, God come to challenge us this morning. I'm a revivalist. I don't come tell you sweet things. I kind of put some fire upon you. They get stirred up for God. This is my job. When are you going to give God everything? I kept sowing, being obedient to God, giving him whatever. You see, God don't look at much, so much how, what you give. He look at how much you keep back for yourself. You got $500 in your pocket. Come to church and give $4. And you walk out like a proud peacock. Look what I did. I sold to this church. Here come a little Spanish lady about this tall. We out there working 14 hours a day. It was the most glorious time in my life working in the house of God. And uh, she come up. She said, Pastor David, God bless you. Here's, some, here's something on your building. God bless you, sir. Give me that hand, Pastor. God bless you. And she gave me one of them Holy Ghost handshakes, some greenbacks in it. I was like, whoa. But it was a check, right? I just put it in my shirt. Kept on working with the brothers. I got home that day. I got home. I opened up, got it out, opened, looked at the check. It was $70,000. See, I know what I'm talking about. 70000 Remember, I estimated $80,000. $70,000. few days went by. I got a call. Pastor David, can you meet me down at the bank? I said, yeah. Get down there. They come out. They put a check in my hand. Can I tell you all something? I learned fast. I didn't wait to get home to look at that check. I looked at it right then and there. 
$8,000. Two days went by. I hear the Lord of hosts. It's one thing to hear from your mama, your grandma, your daddy, but it's another thing to hear from God. I hear the Lord say, go to the P.O. box. There's a check in the mail for $2,000 from a minister and his wife out of Dallas, Texas. I get there, open it up, just as my Lord said, a check from a man of God and his wife out of Dallas, Texas for $2,000. That was $80,000. Can God? Yes, God can. Can God? Can God? Can God? He can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask to think. But he needs somebody to humble themselves. He needs somebody to submit to his will. We want so much from God and we give our Lord so little. For the love of money, the love of money is the root of all evil. My brother came to our church and preached. We had like 200 people. And we gave him a check for $3,000. He broke down and started crying. He said, I've been preaching for 25 years. Nobody never blessed me like this, brother. I said, you're a man of God. You might be my brother, but you're a man of God. The Bible said, give you double honor for your works. Am I in the book? You didn't know your Bible. He broke down and cried. Because no one gave him double honor. They gave him crumbs. You reap what you sow. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. If God can't get your money, man of God, he do not have your heart. You can shout, dance. He still don't have your heart. You can preach and teach. He still don't have your heart. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Come on, get the Lord a hand clap. A praise. I said, Lord, what do you want me to say to your people? He said, give them my word. Give them the truth, whether they will receive you or not. Or reject you or not. For when you do so, the blood is off your hand. The blood is off your hands. Thank God for a pastor that to give you the truth. Not giving you nursery rhymes and sugar crisp and fruit loops. The Bible says you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free. A lot of people come to church, they don't know nothing about God. They don't know nothing about humility. They don't know about nothing about loving the Lord thy God with all your soul and with all your heart and with all your mind. They don't know nothing about giving. The Lord say, teach my people, instruct them. It is right to give unto me. He said, even from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them, saith the Lord. He say, return unto me and I will return unto you. But ye say, wherein shall we return? And the Lord asked the question, will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. And what? And ties and conjunction offerings. You're cursed with a curse. You get money. Oh, go in this hand and go out there. 
Go in this hand, go out the other. You put it in your pocket, there's holes in your pocket. You cannot prosper. You cannot go forward. You're marking time. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. A lot of people would give their tithes, but they would not give God an offering. Or they'll give God an offering, but they not give him a tithe. He said, you have robbed me in tithes. And, meaning conjunction something, falling. Keep reading. Tithes and offering. You are cursed with a curse. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now, saith the Lord. Then I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. It won't even be room enough for you to receive it. He said, then I will rebuke the devourers for your sake. That means the bill collectors. If you will rob God, you will steal from your mama. If you will rob God, you'll go in your kids' bank while they sleep. Getting money out the bank. <laughs> if you steal from God, you'll steal from anybody. When God gets your money, he can trust you now. How, now how much it cost to get that thing built down there? Hundred, you said 100000 We need 200 <laughs> Hey, hey, don't, hey, I'm just a preacher of faith. That came out of my mouth. I know he said 100,000, 200. Why? God is in multiplications. Yeah. That thing needs to be built. Now. He ain't tell me to do this. I'm going by the unction of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You don't know who be sitting up in church, got millions and millions in them, just sitting on them like a hen on some eggs. <laughs> it's my money, my money, my money. I had this pastor tell me, he said, man, I've been pastoring for 30 years. He said, do you know I don't have 10 millionaires come to my church? And out of all 10, only one was a giver. One. One. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth. That shall he also reap. He, he gives seed to the sower. To the sower. Let's get concerned about what God's concerned about. His kingdom. Let's get concerned about what God wants. He's concerned about men's souls. Men's souls going to spend eternity somewhere. But it takes money. It takes money. Do you go to work and work for free? No way, Jose. So if God can get your money, he has your heart. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Holy son, hold this mic for a second. I, I thirst. Maybe when you become a preacher, you can drink some Gatorade one day. Thank you, son. That was right on time, boy. I was thirsty, too. All this hard preaching. Y'all know when a preacher, I ain't talking about a lecturer, where he just walk and just teach. Nothing wrong with that. No. But when you're a proclaimer, the stomach muscles I use, it's like when I preach for one hour, it's like doing an eight-hour labor work. But I'm giving you life. I'm pumping life in you. I'm stirring up your pure mind. Why? Time is at its close. This is what the Lord revealed to me, what's on the agenda. Y'all want to hear it? 
There's getting ready to be a supernatural sign and a wonder in the heavens and the earth. And all the inhabitants of the land shall behold the supernatural sign and wonder. Everybody on the face of the planet will see this supernatural sign and wonder. It's coming, whether you believe it or not. It's coming. It's going to happen. Backsliders going to run back to God. Many souls shall be saved. But there are going to be men that will curse God. But great revival will come from this mighty sign and wonders. And then such great tribulation, not since the beginning of time, will open up in the land. I'm telling you before it come to pass that you may know when it happened, God warned all of us in here. Whatever you need to do, tighten up right now. Don't wait next week. Tighten up whatever you need to do. This is what the Lord gave me. He said, tell the people, number one, keep your spirit clean. Don't let none pollute your spirit. Keep your spirit clean. Number two, carry repentance in your heart every single day. Be quick to repent. Be quick to get things straight. You don't know when the Lord going to come. Number three, walk in holiness. Holiness without. Hebrews 12, 14, follow peace with all men. Holiness without. No man shall see the Lord. Number four, walk in purity of heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The pure in heart going to do whatever it takes to see Jesus' face in peace. See, everybody going to see his face, but not everyone going to see his face in peace. Number five, walk in love. Love shall cover a multitude of sins. God is proving your heart right now. Do y'all still love me? Some of y'all just look like, I know the truth hurts, but every now and then we need to get tagged a little bit. Y'all still love me? You know, I'm just a messenger boy. I didn't make this stuff up. I'm in the word. I stay with the book. If you try to come against me, you're coming against God because I'm giving you scripture. Whether you know it or not, I'm quoting it verbatim because I don't study to show myself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Come on, clap your hand to the God above all gods. We're going to do this real quick. We're going to do this real quick. And we're going to let you go home. You that want to get a little, go a little bit further in your God, come up to the altar. Come now and come quickly. Come. We're going to do a mass prayer. And then I'm going to pray for those that are sick. But we're going to do a mass prayer. Come. Come. Get out your seat. God is a God of action. Faith without works is dead. Come. I refuse to stay in the same place that I'm in, Pastor David. Come. 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 It's revival time. It's revival time. It's time to go to the next level. Come, pure-hearted people. Come, holy people of God. Come. Your king is soon to come. The trumpet shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we that remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air.